This message comes from NPR sponsor Carvana, who wants you to know that you can shop for your next car the convenient way, 100% online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of vehicles that'll fit all sorts of budgets. Visit Carvana.com to shop for vehicles the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. The U.N. is warning the agency aiding Palestinians could run out of money next month. Following allegations, some U.N. staffers were involved in the attack on Israel October 7th. NPR's Michelle Kalman reports the U.S. is among more than a dozen donors that have paused funding. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says UNRWA, as the U.N. agency is known, is crucial in Gaza. And that's why he says he wants to see the U.N. address these allegations quickly to ease the concerns of the U.S. and other donors. UNRWA has played and continues to play an absolutely indispensable role in trying to make sure that men, women, and children who so desperately need assistance in Gaza actually get it. And, and no one else can play the role that UNRWA has been playing, uh, certainly not in the, in the near term. But he says he's deeply troubled by the allegations that he calls credible, that about a dozen UNRWA staffers actively took part in the October 7th attack on Israel. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. The Council on American-Islamic Relations, or CARE, is releasing new data today, showing it received a record number of bias complaints during the final three months of last year. Here's NPR's Jason DeRose. The Muslim Civil Rights Group says from October to December of last year, bias complaints were up 178 percent over the same period the previous year. The group attributes the increase to what it calls the ongoing wave of anti-Muslim and anti-Palestinian bias following the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel that killed more than 1,200. CARE has actively led calls for an end to what it calls, quote, the apartheid occupation and genocide occurring in Palestine. Palestine. The significant uptick in bias reports comes a year after CARE released data showing in 2022 the first ever drop in complaints to the organization since it started tracking data in 1995. Jason DeRose, NPR News. A far-right party in Germany whose actions spurred nationwide protests suffered an election defeat over the weekend in a regional election. As NPR's Rob Schmitz reports, political observers think it's a sign support for the group could be wavering. The Alternative for Deutschland Party, or AFD, lost a district election in the state of Thuringia on Sunday. Polls leading up to the election indicated the AFD candidate was on the path to win in a region that is a stronghold for the party. But in the past two weeks, nationwide protests against the country's far-right anti-immigrant politicians have gained momentum. Voters in Sunday's district election instead elected a center-right candidate. NPR's Rob Schmitz. As President Biden seeks to salvage a border deal in Congress that would unlock money for Ukraine as well, he's been talking tougher in recent days, Biden making strong claims about shutting down the border, including an expulsion authority that kicks in on days when illegal crossings reach more than 5,000 a day. Stocks gained ground on Wall Street. The Dow rose 224 points today. You're listening to NPR. It is officially the first day of tax filing season. Today is the day people can begin submitting their federal tax returns. However, while it can be stressful, especially for first-time filers, experts say making sure you have the right forms from your employer and from the IRS can help. Filing online is a better way for many people to go, and there are also systems in place to help out there. Common mistakes include putting the wrong Social Security number on your return or name changes. If you had more than one job last year, you will need two W-2s or a W-2 for each. Some teachers in states like Florida and Texas are finding ways to get challenged books into the hands of students who want to read them. 
Sinpure's Ned Ulibi reports one teacher in Houston quietly maintains a bookshelf in her public school classroom. The bookshelf includes the kind of titles that have gotten other Texas educators fired or pressured to leave their jobs, like books with LGBTQ characters. This teacher says they're a comfort for queer students who do not get support at home. Everybody needs a refuge, and some of these kids, it was having a teacher that made them feel like it was okay for them to be who they were, because then they could quit worrying about it and they could focus on school. NPR is not naming the teacher due to potential repercussions. Last year, Texas passed a bill banning what it called explicit, vulgar, or educationally unsuitable books in public schools. Part of it was recently blocked by a federal court, but that language, which critics called dangerously vague, remains. Neto Ulibi. NPR News. Good old futures prices moved lower today. Oil was down a dollar and twenty-three cents a barrel to end the session at seventy-six seventy-eight a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.